Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Take two, because of course I left my phone in the room and it started ringing. So (laughs) my zone of incompetence. We'll talk about that in a minute. Hey everyone, I'm Katherine Avery of ProductivityByDesign.com. We help you set up your office to be a productive environment so you have more time, are more profitable, and are more efficient in your business. Hooray! We love those things, don't we? So, that's my topic today. Today, I got a question based on an Instagram post um, that my team put up. We're going to be talking about why my team puts it up in a bit. And the question is, when should you not bother to do something? And this is where the question came from. A Peter Drucker quote, nothing is less productive than to make more efficient what should not be done at all. Now, I don't know about you, but that's pretty confusingly worded, but God bless Peter Drucker because he knows what he's talking about. So what does that mean? It means if there's something you're doing in your business or in your life that you shouldn't be doing, don't waste time figuring out how to make it more productive. Now listen, there are things we do that we don't really want to do, right? We all do them. Uh, We get dressed in the morning. I don't know about you. I'm not a huge fan of dealing with the whole picking out my clothes thing. I buy all my clothes for Cabby. My closet is completely color coordinated. I have certain outfits that I always wear. You can probably see me in this particular blouse and sweater combination a million times. Um, Different slacks today. I mixed that up a little bit. Uh, I have my leopard print pants. (sighs) instead of my um, navy gray window pane slacks with this outfit. Um, laundry, a dream of the day someone else would do my laundry. Conceivably, I could send it out. I just haven't gotten to that point. Um, why am I bringing this up? Because some things you're going to still have to do, even if you don't want to do them. And those are going to be things you should make more efficient. You know, um, I tend to cook similar meals all the time. I tend to cook a lot of them on Sunday so that it makes the week easier. Um, And what am I making simpler today? I'm going to my daughter's cross country meet and it's way easier for my husband to meet us at the halfway point uh, than it is for him to go all the way to the cross country meet to pick her up. So we're all grabbing a quick bite before I go to my dinner business meeting, which is like a light meal. So believe me, I think I'm going to want a cup of soup beforehand. So, okay. So you don't want to make something more efficient if you just don't need to be doing it anymore. So how do I make the decisions about what's really important for me to do and what's really not important for me to do? Well, I use Gay Hendricks, the Big Leap, Zones, uh, and there are four of them. 
I use those. And by the way, if you haven't read the book, phenomenal book. I highly recommend it. It will really help you take you to the next level in your business. So the zones are, one, your zone of incompetence. That's anything you're just not very good at and really would rather not learn and you could certainly hire out. Two, your zone of competence. You're pretty darn good at it and over time you should be letting those things go. Zone of excellence. Those are, that's where we kind of all spend most of our time, the things we're really excellent at. What we really need to spend our time is in the zone of genius. And the zone of genius is those things that you're completely innately um, you can do them like you're breathing, right? So for me, like I can pick paint colors in my sleep. I can choose tile um, with no problem. Those are all things in my zone of genius. Um, I can connect people, and we're going to talk for a minute about this too. So this comes from Tom Rath's book, which I also highly recommend, called Strengths Finder. And you take a test online, and then it comes up with what your strengths are. And there are five. I'm just going to talk about the top three because those are, those are my go-tos. And I feel very strongly that the top three are really my zone of genius. So my zone of genius are these three items, connectedness, input, and learner. And you're probably thinking, what the heck? So connectedness is easy. Not easy to say, apparently, but connectedness, they've got it at the time is connecting things, whether it is um, connecting thoughts and ideas, connecting people, connecting concepts. Sometimes I'll be sitting in an opera and come up with a brilliant idea for a client uh, in their office space, like opera, office space, really. Um, but that's how my mind works. I'm very connected. And I believe that everything is connected in some way. People are connected. Uh, we're connected to the earth. I have a completely pesticide-free garden because I believe we're connected. And even though I'm terrified of bees and they sting me and blah, blah, we have a bee-friendly garden and it's just amazing. So we're all connected in some way. Then my second one, input, and that's sort of the weird one. Input's about me being like a collector. And so I used to be someone who collected a lot of stuff, and I've gotten rid of stuff over the years. So, but I mean, you know, talk about collections of paperwork, collections of um, tchotchkes. Now I've really evolved into, I want to collect memories. I want to collect memories of our family traveling together. And so knowing that, um, and think about how memories traveling together connects with connectedness, right? Because um, it was an opportunity for all of us to connect together while we were on the trip, which was a really big, important value for me. Um, so we were collecting memories while we were in Europe. We just got back. Amazing, amazing trip. Really phenomenal. And I'm going to give a fast shout out to my awesome travel agent, Chuck Flagg, who helped us set this trip up. And it was just amazing. He's a great guy. So, um, my third one is learner. And learner is someone who wants to amass knowledge. And so you can see how input and learner are very close because um, I collect information. And that's great in my job because I need to constantly be learning new things and I find that very stimulating. All right, so how does all that fit in? So those are my top three strengths and then my top three values are health, family, and travel. So you can see that this Europe trip was really important to me. So if I, if I know those are my three values and I know my three top strengths, 
like I said, we're connecting this input and learner. And then I know what things I do that fall into zone of competence, excuse me, zone of incompetence, zone of excellence and zone of genius. Then the goal is to start letting go of everything in the zone of incompetence and zone of competence. And of course, many of those things cost money. Some of them don't, some you can automate. So let's take one in the zone of incompetence. Let's talk about bookkeeping. For me, this is definitely my zone of incompetence. So I started my business 12, 15 years ago. I really can't remember. Um, I was a newlywed, so I'm married almost 16 years. So about 15 years ago. <laughs> Everything for me is a reference point from when I got married or when I had my kid. Pretty funny. Anyway, um, in my zone of incompetence is bookkeeping. So I'd started my business and my dad as a gift said, you have to learn QuickBooks, my child. You must go and take a QuickBooks course. And I said, okay, great dad, that's awesome. So he said, I'm sending you next weekend and this is what you're gonna do. This is clearly before children. And so I go to this QuickBooks class and it is like intense. Eight hours a day, two days straight. I learn everything QuickBooks. I know how to use it now and I can sort of deal with it. And, and I see my dad and we have dinner together the night after my QuickBooks course. And he says, What did you learn, my daughter? And I said, Dad, I learned that I'm hiring a bookkeeper, <laughs> which is not what my father wanted to hear. He really wanted me to be excellent at QuickBooks like he is. And you know, he's got, that's his zone of excellences, dealing with accounting and finance and everything else. And here's what I'm gonna say about that. No, I'm not a crappy business owner who doesn't know what's going on with her p and I absolutely do. I can read a profit and loss statement. I can read an income statement. I know what my cash flow is. Yes, I can bill my clients. I can send out invoices. But I have a bookkeeper who comes every six weeks. And this is her zone of genius. And she sits down and she makes sure that all of my books are correct. So if bookkeeping is not in your zone of competence, at least, hire somebody to do it. Why would you put yourself through the drama? It's not worth it. I've had some kind of a bookkeeper here since day one, way back, the low those many years ago. First hire I made. Zone of competence for me is like admin tasks. I can do them. I don't really like to do them, and I do have admin folks. Yes, I can set up an easy, but why would I take my time? I think all of you would much rather hear my content, which is way more in my zone of excellence, is disseminating content so um, and teaching. And by the way, if you're a learner and an input, you know, teaching is going to kind of fall in there, right? Because then you've got the connected in this piece, which says you want to connect with other people, right? And connect thoughts and ideas. So teaching fits in really well there. So I would say that's actually either my zone of excellence or my zone of genius depending on what I'm teaching. If I'm still learning it, I'm kind of a little more in the excellence than I am in the genius. Um, so in a competence, doing videos, doing podcasts. Hey, there's been a learning curve on that. When I started doing podcasts and recording videos, I had no idea what I was doing. I had to take some classes to get better at them, but I knew I wanted to teach and I knew where my goals were going and I knew that I wanted to help other people make their offices more productive and have better lives. And I knew I could send this skill out there in the world and the only way I could do that is to teach in some way, right? That's sort of how that rolls, right? So 
Yes, I can come in and do for you. And there is a day when I do that, when I come in and I do an entire productive environment day and they're phenomenal. But the fact is, is that you're not going to keep up the system unless you learn how the system works and you, we do it together. So that's how that flows. There's definitely teaching involved in that. So in excellence, marketing, we can definitely do those pretty images on Canva that get put up in Instagram. I don't want to do them. I have someone phenomenal who does that for me. But remember, I have a connected this piece, right? So on social media, even though someone else creates the images based on all my content, so this isn't like it is a random image that someone just slapped up yesterday. It's been discussed with me and we figured out what content we want to disseminate in what order, and then that gets done by my team. But when you're talking to me on Instagram, when you're talking to me on Facebook, when you're talking to me on any other social media, you are talking to me. There is not some team member responding. So that's always me responding. And so you can see that right now, right? Because I'm answering a question for someone from a Facebook post that came from anything an Instagram post, because some of that is automated. So I think that's an important piece too. If you don't have the financial wherewithal, to put your zone of, of competence out there and you can make your images, what you can do is use something that's a great app that I love called If This Then That, I-F-T-T-T, -T -T, If This Then That. And what it does is it takes your Instagram post and you can set it to go out to LinkedIn and set it to go out to Facebook, et cetera, and you just set everything up. Uh, if this, then that can be used to set up um, an email reminder. You have something you said you would get to a client in two weeks and it can send you a reminder saying, don't forget you were going to get Joe his fabric samples. I made that completely up. Okay, so that's that. Zone of Genius is what is also known as Flow. And Flow is a book written by Mahali, I never say it right, Chisolinsky, I think is his name. One day I will learn that. And when you're in your zone of genius or in a flow, you're doing what you do absolutely best. It's what you could breathe air doing. You, you could sleep it, eat it, be it all the time. So you got that teaching for me and connecting people, things, ideas for me is my zone of genius. And more and more, I try to spend time as much as possible in my zone of genius or in my zone of excellence. I really spend time in my zone of competence um, with the exception of I've got to do the laundry and I've got to cook the meals. But otherwise, really, that's where I'm at. And I love that because it makes your life so fulfilling. So one of the ways you get more productive is either to automate things that you do still need to continue to do, recognize what you can let go, uh, there are a lot of things we do that we don't really need to be doing. You may or may not really need to be chatting on Facebook for half an hour with a buddy. There might be a better way to handle that, um, unless that time is your downtime and you value that connectedness with that person, etc. Um, you don't need to spend another minute worrying about things. Worrying brings you nothing. It just causes you stress, and it's not worth it. I to worry. I'm not perfect. I'm just letting you know it's something we all need to work on letting go of worry. Try to think what else you can just not do. I mean, for me, my biggie was bookkeeping and admin. 
I just, they weren't my strength. Um, I have to be honest, follow-up is not always my great strength. I definitely have reminders in my calendar that bang and remind me um, to pay my bills. They remind me to follow up with people. If you know you have areas that are in your zone of incompetence, you've either got to automate them or farm them out to somebody else. If those are things that you absolutely have to do. So I'm not sure this is 100% answer to the question. There's a lot of strategic planning in this. There's a lot of getting to know who you are deep down inside, what your values are, how you function best, and what's most in your zone of genius. I would recommend, um, and Gay Hendricks has this in the book, it's a chart with four quadrants. And write down everything you do in your life, whether it's laundry or cooking or grocery shopping or anything else. Uh, and then let's do business life, of course. Uh, bookkeeping, marketing, social media, PR, public speaking, doing a podcast, uh, shopping for clients, ensuring clients are happy, follow-up. But all those things in the quadrants, so you're going to have a zone of incompetence quadrant, a zone of competence quadrant, a zone of excellence quadrant, and a zone of genius. And then figure out about how much time you're spending on each one. And if you can see that there are things in your zones of incompetence and zone of competence that you're still doing, it's time to farm them out. Either automate them or have someone else do them or just stop doing them as long as it's not like paying your taxes. Yeah, because you still got to pay your taxes, okay? You just telling you, really good idea to still pay your taxes. It's also still a really good idea to send your grandma a birthday card, and it's really important to return that phone call from your client. I wouldn't give those things up. I hope this has helped. I love coming here and helping you out with where you're going in your business so you can spend more time enjoying your life more time in your zone of genius because we all need more genius in the world. That is what is going to make it a better place. And I am wishing you all success as you go forward about your day and your week. Thanks so much for joining me, Katherine Avery, productivitybydesign.com. Can't wait to see you next time. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.